0: This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and you just tuned in to RM Podcast FL. Hello beautiful people and welcome back to RM Podcast FL. This is your favorite podcaster, Romina. Hope everybody's having a tremendous day so far, you guys, and I cannot believe this is episode 45. 4 five that is amazing and this whole thing started just as an idea i mean the greatest things out there start as an idea right (laughs) well first and foremost i want to thank you guys for tuning in go ahead and make sure to give us a five star and a short review tell everybody about this podcast because we love we love getting feedback from you guys and as always you can go to www. Dot rmpodcastfl.com or go ahead and email me rmpodcastfl at gmail.com for any questions or concerns you guys might have. But before we do get started, as always, I want to go ahead and do a little intro for today's guest speaker. Today's guest speaker is Gary A. Roth. He is the CEO of Blue Collar Consulting Group. And he's also a follow-up podcaster, you guys. You should definitely go ahead and tune in to the Professional Podcaster after you listen to this one. Gary does an amazing job at interviewing professionals of different careers. And I was also on his podcast, I had the pleasure of being there. And a while back we actually talked about how to use social media to your advantage and build a brand behind your name. As um, a very good example would be just Googling yourself if you want to market yourself out there just for a job or for a business or whatever you want to do so, you definitely should go ahead and build a great social media presence as we do live in the technology day and age. So you definitely should look into that. I'll go ahead and attach the information below. But Gary is also a master sergeant in the army. He recently got the promotion. So whoop whoop! congratulations to Gary as well. And today we talk about something different. Um, I love tapping on a little bit about how he was able to keep his cool on a very high stressful moment such as dissembling an ID. ID you guys stands for improvised explosive device which that's one of his jobs in the military which i think is really freaking cool and talking about military we also touch base when it comes to recruitment how the recruitment has changed throughout this day and age and how social media affects it and how the health and everything so it's a really great episode make sure to tune in and listen to everything go ahead and give us a five-star review write a short comment Tell everybody about this. Your friends, your neighbors, your parents, your Uber driver, your mailman. Everybody. I don't care. Just tell everybody. (laughs) But without losing any time, let's dive right into today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to RM Podcast FL and investing your time to this episode. Like I mentioned on the bio, today's guest is Gary Abra. Hi, Gary. How are you today?
2: I am absolutely outstanding. I am in podcast fever today.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So I'm very excited about this interview. I know we connected through LinkedIn and LinkedIn is a very great platform, which we'll get to it as well. But before we do jump into the questions, um, let's go ahead and I'll pass the mic to you if you want to introduce yourself.
2: Hey, thanks, Tremina. Again, my name is Gary a. Roth. I am a soldier in the Army. I've been in the Army and Army Reserve for over 21 years now. I am also an entrepreneur. I started Blue Collar Consulting Group back in 2014. I'm also the host and creator of the Professional Pod. Uh, oh man, the Professional Podcast. And I have a couple of other smaller projects going, but uh, just a guy out there, kind of like yourself, Tremina trying everything you know trying things and see what works see what doesn't work and just really trying to make a name for myself and as you were earlier i'm very excited and thankful to be on your show
1: absolutely so i know you have a lot going on right now Uh, um let's get started to it like tell me a little bit your longer mission because you have your consulting firm you have your podcast you have side projects what is your long mission towards uh doing everything what's your long-term goal
2: Well, okay, so I've got about, and I I just was selected for promotion to uh, Master Sergeant in the Army, so that's good. I've got about four or five more years left of active duty before I'm eligible for retirement. And so, ideally, I would love to be able, much like you're doing, to build my personal brand in the next three to five years while I'm still on active duty so that I can transition from military to the consultant role because I have a real passion not only for leadership consulting, but also marketing, specifically social media marketing. And I would love to consult for folks and teach them how to leverage social media for their, for their business, for their product, for their service, for their YouTube channel, whatever. I have a real passion for that. And then between me and you, I have a side project that I want to build lakes for people. I'm a, I have a childlike passion for operating heavy equipment and moving the earth. Uh, and so I'm going to try to do the consulting, so I can buy myself a bulldozer and uh, and push dirt on the weekends. But that's that's kind of what's going on in my world.
1: That's awesome. Well, first off, congratulations on promotion. That's really great. Thank you, thank you. That that is a lot of work. It does the promotion doesn't just come out of nowhere. So you definitely put a lot of work towards it. But I'm like I we live in Jacksonville right now, uh, which yeah. we have a big naval base. Well, two big naval bases. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit more uh, about military life, like, because how, how is that different from the civilian life? Because you've experienced both of those. What are some things that you say it's very different, the lifestyles of one another?
2: That's a great question. One of the biggest things in military life, I would say, is accountability. So at my level, you know, I'm not only responsible for you know, X amount of people, but I'm also accountable to somebody else, directly accountable. I work at what you might consider like a regional headquarters. And so in my office, there's probably 10 or 12 of us, three of those people are in my direct line of supervision. And so, you know, the, the chain of command in the United States military is is very, you know, it's defined, it's it's clear. And what's, what you're expected to do is is very clear. And I know you clear a lot, but that's the that's the beauty. One of the things about the military that I love so much is there, there's systems in place. You're evaluated a certain way. You need to be somewhere in a certain way. Your promotion and your performance is measured against very clear and regimented standards. And so the thing that allowed me to be very successful and promoted rapidly in the military, in the Army specifically, is that I always listened To what people were looking for on these promotion boards, for example, you they a lot of folks uh, value civilian education. So these folks that select you for that next rank, they look at, hey, what are you doing with civilian education? And that's the same every year. I went out and got my master's degree. I mean, it's a free benefit for those of you listening that are in the military. If you don't have a degree, I I I really can't justify. Like, what are you doing? Because it's free. Uh, Number two. You know, in the army that I came up in, you had to be physically fit. Don't get hurt. Don't get lazy. Don't get fat. These are things that I didn't. I I exercised every single day. It's not comfortable. I don't like running, but the army says you need to stay in shape, and I do. Uh, And and finally, the third thing is exposure. Do different things. Uh, I work in in an administrative field, handling the reenlistments for soldiers, and so helping them stay in the military for as long as possible. It's office job. All right. Yeah, you might go out and visit some folks, whatever, but I'm not in the woods. I'm not jumping in and out of a tank. But at the same time, I went out and got the battle staff course, which teaches you how to work in like an operations center. I went out and got combatives and I got my nose broken. You know, it's advanced hand to hand fighting. Uh, I went out and got level, level one and level two resiliency training. So these things to do are very uncomfortable. And so you have to give up your personal time, give up some some convenience and comfort to get these things. But I know and everyone else knows that they are looked at very favorably on the promotion boards. And so one thing that really stands out is these, these clear expectations. You know, you get, yeah, you got to wake up early, all that good stuff. But you're, the accountability piece, I would say, Romina, is probably one of the biggest differences between military and civilian life. And me personally, I love that.
1: And I like, I have a lot of people that work in the military that I've seen in the work environment to incorporate America or anything like that. And it's a high discipline that they hold themselves accountable because they kind of got used to that culture. And it's something that is stamped on their brains right now. Right. Uh, Was this for you something like a high discipline, something that you were raised with, or is it something that you learned from the military?
2: Well, I'm really glad you asked me that question. Discipline is a really big deal. But let me just be very clear for anybody that's out there listening. And, you know, maybe somebody might be considering joining the military. First of all, it's not a brainwashing. It's, it's never a brainwashing in the Army. It's, it's nothing like that at all. But what they do is they especially in boot camp, they will put you in very adverse situations. It's going gonna to be hot and cold and tired and all these things. And you're going to be there with other people that are hot and cold and and tired. And that shared adversity builds these bonds. And that shared adversity not only builds these strong bonds, but you don't want to let somebody else down beside you. And so when you learn that discipline is required so that you don't let down your buddy next to you, Mm -hmm. that discipline becomes a part of you. Because you know you have to have discipline you have to wake up early. If you don't wake up early, they wake you and everybody else up very, very rudely. Okay? <laughs> they bang on stuff, you know, and they go crazy. That affects other people. When you don't work out well enough and, or if you get lazy, that affects other people. When you don't go to training, when you don't go to the exercises, it could cost the life of somebody that you know. If you don't maintain your vehicle and you're out on patrol and your vehicle breaks down and you come under attack. Those are people's lives at stake. And so if you get careless or apathetic or just plain lazy with your discipline, people could die.
1: So and I so, feel like yes. somebody that might have been very selfish, knowingly or unknowingly at one point in their life, if they join the military, if they get to their, that culture, then they definitely learn a lot more of how to look out for the person next to you, for their brother or their sister.
2: You're exactly right. It starts off with the person next to you. When you're kind of a lower ranking folks, you just got to take care of yourself. Maybe one person next to you. Typically, and there are exceptions, as you go forward, you really tend to believe in and buy into the concept of the team and of the military unit and things like that. And so you become less selfish, more responsible. One of the Army values, one of the seven Army values is selfless service. As you progress in rank, your requirements for that selfless service, for that reduction in selfishness become exponentially greater. You simply have to give of yourself if you want to be successful.
1: Now, um, I want to jump a little bit because you used to dissemble bombs, correct?
2: Yep. (laughs) I sure did. I was an EOD tech.
1: (laughs) So tell me a little bit, psychology, like, like, how do you keep yourself so calm what are like what is going on in your mind when you're doing so because i've never done it i hope i never have to do it because it's not something that you can just wake up and do it like tell me a little bit of what's going on through your mind through that moment
2: sure sure and i'm glad you asked first of all let me just say the hurt locker movie is complete garbage okay so much falseness in that movie it's it's unreal but so and and oddly enough, in 1998-1999, I completed EOD school down at Eglin Air Force Base, Florida, over by Fort Walton Beach, so down in the beautiful state of Florida. And so the, the school for an EOD, EOD stands for Explosive Ordnance Disposal. So as an EOD technician, uh, you spend over a year in school, which is one of the longest schools in the Department of Defense. And so... The reason that the school is so long is because massive amounts of information are required. There are millions of types of explosive devices all across the world. So, to answer your question, in order to keep your cool, you have to do, there's so much to do when you arrive on an incident. So not only you know do you have to think about what you're dealing with, you have to think about the hazards, you have to think about the tools you're going to use, the procedure, the condition of the the, the ordinance or the IED. So there's there's so much equipment to prepare, there's reports to give, there's approaches to think about, there's there's tools and techniques and methods, and all these intricate little processes that you're just kicking the high gear when you're on the way, when you're on the scene. Uh, And when you're doing those types of things, and we're, we're trained from the very beginning to do things safely. So, you know, you you don't hang out by the ordinance, you know, you don't use your radio by, it. you know, you're, you're just, you're always staying far away as possible. You're getting other people far away as possible. You're getting dangerous things. Like if there's fuel tanks or vehicles, you're, you're getting all that stuff out of the way to make it as safe as possible because you're always thinking in your mind, if this thing goes off, how can I minimize damage or danger so to answer your question you're you're just process minded you're breaking it down kind of like what you said earlier on my show you reverse engineering everything breaking it down into little steps and there's just just a ton of information so you kind of revert back to your training
1: would you say that's the same thing that you do when it comes to consulting like look at every single detail to make sure that the final product it's perfect would you say there's like a between those
2: two that you do great great question and I think you're right I think there's a lot of parallels to diffusing a bomb and you know let's face it diffusing a a business situation uh you know you you much like when you're diffusing a bomb you can't get caught up in your emotions and much like as as you know you can't get caught up in your emotions when dealing with a business or a particular uh, Prize or whatever, or like, like yourself, you know you're working through your, your education, your, you have these big ambitions for law school. If you get wrapped up in your emotions, if you get if you let that fear control you, if you let that anxiety control you, that's going to be your primary task is to, to be consumed by that and you won't be able to get anything done. And so it's very important to look at everything that you do from a social media marketing perspective to a leadership perspective, as best as you can to look at it very objectively. They did this, X, Y, Z. They didn't do this, X, Y, Z. Breaking it down into very mechanical processes as much as possible with one exception. When you're dealing with human beings individually or in teams or working with them directly, you have to have empathy. Empathy and humility are key ingredients to successful leadership. And if I have just a moment, I'd like to emphasize the difference between sympathy and empathy. You're not out there feeling sorry for people because they're having a bad day. No, what you're doing is you're trying to understand what they're going through. And I always like to add, so that you can provide a solution. Say for instance, let's say you have a very talented employee. I'll give one example, then we can move on. Let's say you have a very talented employee, maybe a single mother with a bunch of children. Okay, mm-hmm. and let's say, let's say her name is Mary. Hope you don't mind, Mary, if you're out there, I'm not talking about you. Mary has trouble getting to work on time because by the time she drops her children off at daycare, fights morning commute traffic, and gets to work, she has trouble being late. And you know she has trouble getting all of her work done and trying to leave. Things like, an empathetic leader doesn't feel sorry for Mary. He or she is going to sit down with Mary and say, Mary, what would you think about working alternative hours? Instead of nine to five, why don't you come in and work from 10 to six? Will your daycare for your children allow that? So it's not about feeling sorry for Mary. Oh, poor Mary. Let's just give her everything that she wants. No, no, no. Mary is a talented employee. Let's solve these problems for Mary by using creative solutions. She can still be there for the staff meetings and all the daytime stuff. But she can also work these better hours that will allow her to to work a full day with less stress. So the difference between empathy and sympathy are very important when leading uh, human beings. And and, and you have to have that.
1: And that's a very great example that you brought up because, um, as we know, mothers that have a lot of children, for example, have a lot of responsibilities that they're trying their best. If they get just that hand up or they just get that just additional help, you will see them improve and escalate so much more that there can be a talent for the business later on and can be a promotion on the way or it can like her life can change just because of those even 30 minutes or an hour like schedule time change
2: yes And, and the employee will feel valued the employee will feel taken care of these are quality things that make people go above and beyond
1: that is so true. And I'm thank you for bringing that example. I think that's a great example, too. Now, um, I do want to jump a little bit because you're also sure. into talent recruiting for Army. And on a research that I read a while back, it does say, um, like, I came into some um, statistics that it kind of got my attention. It was mm-hmm. saying that recently, like, within the last 10 years, um, the new generation, is because being lazy, it was a term that was used, um, sure. it's it's less likely for people to sign up for ARMY because of social media, because unhealthy foods. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like you have to be physically fed. You have to pass the exams. People are less and less likely to join. Is this such a true thing? I want to get this perspective from an actual person that, you know, meets mm-hmm. with this phenomenon.
2: Sure, of course. Uh, just to be, you know, crystal clear, I, I'm i not an actual recruiter anymore. I was recruited from 2004 into 2008. Eight, and then I was a recruiting station commander for uh, two years after that, and then a, um, a corporate level trainer, so to speak. And now I'm on the retention side of things to help them stay in. So, when I was a recruiter, Romina, from 2004 to 2008, those were some of the darkest days of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. It was a very difficult time for this nation. It was a very difficult time uh, for the military, and so you know we were still able to, you know, meet a lot of our recruiting objectives. So. To say that it's a lot different now based on the qualifications, I, I would say that's a little bit false. It's always been difficult to join the military. There's a small age window. You have to fit in with certain physical requirements as far as height and weight and, you know, physical health requirements. You know, you can't have asthma, you can't be on medication and things like that. And then not only that, you also have to pass the ASVAB test, which is something that you mentioned as well. And then finally, of course, the moral standings, you know, with your criminal background, the army will not, the the whole go to the army or go to jail thing is patently false. The army does not want folks with something hanging over their head because that's not a true volunteer service. And so if you're pending criminal charges or if you work something out with a judge where you join the army and they drop the charges, that is 100% not acceptable and not okay. Does it happen here and there? I'm sure it does, but then the recruiting command investigates those folks, and they'll be punished for doing what they call a recruiting impropriety. So, and I know I'm taking a long way to answer this, but recruiting for the military is always fluctuating. When the economy is not so good, military enrollment usually goes up. When the economy is really great, military recruiting typically goes down. So, those are usually kind of inverse. Now, the economy wasn't doing too bad when September 11th happened. During that year, recruiting was through the roof because people wanted to serve and maybe get revenge or all these other types of motivators. And then as the war dragged on, military recruiting became more difficult. So every single year, the Department of Defense, through its various committees and research groups, are always trying to tinker with ways to make the military more attractive the value of civilian education is there. And so you have these post 9-11 GI bills. And then really a great benefit is student loan repayment. So I think you might even see increases in the student loan repayment program given the current economic situation with so many folks being straddled with student loan debt. And so really I have always found that the military recruiter, that for me, that army recruiter made the difference. And so if you have high quality, high integrity military recruiters out there showing the benefits of the military individually to folks then I think that's I think that's the key to success that's what will make military recruitment go up and it just depends on that staff on the various levels of leadership to ensure that personnel are are doing the right thing day in and day out and a vast majority are and that's the vast majority of recruiting. And then I think that last little bit, I it depends on economy and, and things like that. So to answer your question, it's always been challenging with the volunteer army. Those challenges will continue. And day in and day out, the Department of Defense tinkers with stuff. Recruiters are out there trying their best to present these benefits. And at the end of the day, you know, you get what you get.
1: So what you said, um, you touched a very good point whenever you said that some people, you know, have that misconception. Uh, what, what did you say is the biggest misconception that people have about the military life or military sure. in general?
2: Yeah, great question. One of the biggest military conceptions is that the military is the last resort from a recruiting standpoint. You'll have people come into the recruiting office with two or three DUIs or an armed robbery or, you know, whatever else that they think the army will take anybody and that is nowhere even close to the truth. The army, the military only wants the best and the brightest because the military lifestyle is hard. And if you, if you're going to get in fights and do drugs and things like that, when you're in a stressful military situation, we need folks that don't do those types of things because the, the data has proven time and time again, that if you had trouble outside of the military, you will have more trouble inside of the military. The military is not a rehabilitation program. We are not there to help people get into shape. We are not there for people to quit drinking and quit doing drugs. It's not a rehabilitation program. All right. It's different for everybody. But one of the big misconceptions is I'm going to be this whole different person. I'm going to be PTSD no matter what. And I'm going to have this brainwashing. Absolutely not true. The military is a very challenging and rewarding profession that gives you amazing benefits and it can change you it can make you more responsible like it did me taught me how to be a man taught me how to be a responsible citizen gave me a little bit of grit and toughness and so a lot of people think that it's this big brainwashing machine where you live in in bunk beds for your whole life and you have sarge yelling at you every day nothing could be further from the truth now soldiers these days at least in the army i think in the air, but really everybody unless you're on a ship in the navy you basically get an apartment you work kind of nine to five job most days. Sure. You got to go out to the woods and do stuff. Sure. You might have to deploy, but day in and day out, most of your stuff is pretty similar to a regular job except you wear camouflage.
1: <laughs> and um I like, I like we know I'm Albanian, I moved to America at 17 and living in Jacksonville just kind of got to allow me to meet more military people and actually yes. appreciate more the military and appreciate America even more seeing like, how much sacrifices and how you know how how much more they give out of themselves for the country, and yeah. um also because of that, I got into kind of seeing like Jocko willick or leave uh Babin yeah. or like uh yeah, David sure. Coggan, like all these military people whenever they bring the discipline to the corporate world or to the consulting oh yeah, say- that's right would you say that helped you a lot towards kind of seeing a parallelism again with corporate and military and the discipline and because you have very you know you're very um from up forward i would say you're you know exactly what needs to be done in order to be successful so mm-hmm. would you say that military lifestyle and that discipline has actually made you more successful in the consulting perspective as well
2: Absolutely right. Uh, Military service prepares you for very stressful situations. You, You know, let's, let's be honest. I was a, a, a kid from a middle of nowhere town in central Missouri. And, uh, you know, a year later I was diffusing bombs for crying out loud. So the army, the military puts you through these training regimens that give you incredible skill sets. You know, there are folks that have, you know, led soldiers in combat. There are, human beings that have led other human beings into situation where their lives were a danger and led them through that. And so that's that's so important because if you can lead people in combat, you can certainly lead them in a business setting. Now, let me say this about, you know, groggins and Jocko Willick and stuff like that. Look, I get it. They are, they were Navy SEALs. They went to combat. They are some badass people. Hope I can cuss on your show. They are badass people.
1: You're allowed to. You're good.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. Those are some badass people, all right? Those guys are at the top, all right? One of the angles that I provide is the upper middle, all right? Not everybody's gonna go through SEAL school, right? Not everybody's gonna go through Army Rangers and Special Forces selection, things like that. But yet, so many of us could benefit from something that I like to call ordinary magic. It's this thing where you get up and you go to work and you, you look for these little teeny tiny improvements every single day. The vast majority of people are never going to be a Navy SEAL or an Army Ranger or things like that. But man, what if you could just move your meter a little bit in the right direction? What if you could just be a little bit more in shape? What if you could just make a few more dollars per month? And then over the years, those add up into a great life. And more people could benefit from this ordinary magic that I provide in my perspective and my consulting than, oh my gosh, I'm going to go be a Navy SEAL. Look, if you want to go be a Navy SEAL, Army Ranger, SF, uh, P, whatever force recon, go do it. That's awesome. Okay, but the rest of us, the other 99 out of 100, who I can help because it's it's really simple. Of okay, how about this? Don't buy two packs of cigarettes today. Buy one pack. All right. Why don't you try getting a Planet Fitness membership and walking on a treadmill for 10 minutes today? These these first initial steps, right? These these easy to ac- accomplish steps combined with the military discipline of day in and day out, right? Of leadership, right? Like I work in an office. I, I lead office people. That's a real challenge. But guess what? Do you know how many tens of thousands of millions of people are in offices every day? So I say that my military experience, Romina, is unique in the fact that I'm not a Navy SEAL or TAC-P or Force Recon or Ranger Special Forces. I'm a guy that's in the vast majority that's been successful. And so that's what I leverage in my consulting. That's what I leverage in my podcast and my blog and things like that.
1: And I love it because you mentioned that that's the 99% of the population, which is the vast majority of it. And like we can both relate to this. The reason, at least the reason why I started the podcast is because you have so many professionals that actually tried their best and they're not as popular or have yep. their name out there as much as some other people do, but that doesn't mean that their work is not important. That doesn't mean that the knowledge and the experience exactly. is as good. That's why you get to you know, meet these people and you get to interact because that's still the majority of the population. That's right. So if you do percentage-wise, if you want to get statistics, that's more health <laughs> than one person. Exactly,
2: exactly. And, the, and the steps are more achievable. Like Jocko Willett can't tell you exactly how he made it through, you know, special for a uh, freaking Navy SEAL school. He just did. And he, sure, you can learn some of his stuff, but he's a special individual. All right. The average Joe isn't going to do that. And, and you know, and he speaks a lot to some average folks and things like that. But let's be honest. We're not going to be Jocko Willett. We're trying to be ourselves. How can I move it just a little bit further in the right direction today? How can I move it just a little bit further in the right direction tomorrow? That's that's beneficial to me, that's beneficial to my audience,
1: and that's very important because you definitely want to be replicable. you definitely want to pass on a message that every like exactly. like the average person can duplicate and can do because like you said Jack like that's a that's a, like a special situation
2: exactly um,
1: you know um can remember the uh Kyle goodness, I can't think of his uh his full
2: name it's <laughs> okay, it'll come to you.
1: Um, but those are special individuals yes. that, uh, you know, it just, just like uh, Steve Jobs or somebody else, like you cannot right. replicate that. You cannot duplicate that. No, you cannot. And I like how you mentioned that you just do a little bit more every day. Um, one of my favorite um, expressions, one of my favorite quotes, it says, you get to the top of the mountain smaller, slower steps. That's which, right. if you do a little bit day in and day out, it will get you there.
2: You're exactly right. I, my phrase I like to use is "How do you eat an elephant, one bite at a time."
1: <laughs> I like that one too. Um, feel
2: free to use it. It's not mine. I just like to use it.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel like we covered some really great points in this, uh, especially for the person that definitely might be looking to join the military, or also just yes. get a different concept out of it, uh, compared to what you know, um, what somebody else can say. Or the Google search is different when you have a conversation with somebody. So, um, Gary, if you can tell us a little bit, where can people also get a hold of you if you want to have that one-on-one conversation? And if you are looking to join the military, so you can definitely have a quality conversation with them and talk more behind.
2: Sure. I'd be happy to talk to anybody, uh, be it from somebody wanting to join the military, maybe get in better shape, somebody that wants to start a business, somebody that's already doing some business and wants to explore social media, or maybe somebody that's got some some team issues. I would love to work with them one-on-one as far as leadership goes and things like that. So Blue Collar Consulting Group uh, is the name of my company. You can find it at bluecollarconsultinggroup.com uh, I'm all over LinkedIn, I'm all over social media as far as Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, just look up Blue Collar Consulting Group on Twitter, it's blue underscore leadership. On Instagram, it's blue collar consulting, one word, and of course, LinkedIn, Gary A. Roth, R-O-T-H, bluecollarconsultinggroup.com, and then also the professional podcast, much like your show, is on every major podcasting platform.
1: Awesome. And then before we do jump to the final question, which we all know, what's the final question? um, Is there any new and exciting projects that you're currently working on?
2: Yeah, really. uh, Lately, I've just been really doing my best to expand my influence on Instagram. I use military themed graphics on Instagram to provide uh, motivational quotes and perspectives every single day. If you want to follow me on there again, it's at Blue Collar Consulting. And then I really did a big shift. Uh, in the podcast, I'm out now in the ninth episode of The Professional, just really helping folks be the most professional versions of themselves. So super, super exciting stuff.
1: That's awesome. And I'll make sure I'll tag along all your information. So for you guys, Thank if you, you want to jump into his podcast, give him some love, definitely the five-star review. That's very important. But also, <laughs> <Thank> go-, <you. laughs> but also go ahead and get a hold of Gary because he has some really great insight towards military, towards consulting and everything. Uh, We got a chance to, this is like our third conversation that I have with you so far. And it's been phenomenal because I learned a lot more. And you're so humble and down to earth, which I love it. And I think that's absolutely very important to relate to people also. Thank you. Absolutely. And then my very last question, what is your definition of success?
2: My definition of success is a profitable earth moving company that builds wonderful lakes for people. A house on my farm in central Missouri and a consulting company where I don't have to ask anybody to hire me.
1: Those are more than reachable. I've- I agree. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to the day where we would be connecting again and you'd say, Hey, I've reached the definition of success. But I feel That's like awesome. I feel like you're still gonna go a, a mile further though. You're never gonna stop. So it's kind of like a revisable goals too, and a revisable definition of success.
2: I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, Gary, it was definitely a pleasure having you on RM Podcast FL. You guys go ahead and definitely uh Connect with Gary for any questions or concerns, as well as jump into his podcast. Gary, thank you so much again for being a part of RM Podcast FL.
2: It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much, Romina.
1: Absolutely. And for you guys, if you want to listen to awesome interviews just like this one, make sure to tune in every Tuesday on RM Podcast FL on any major uh, podcast platforms. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a great rest of the day.